Welcome everybody to episode 135. No, I'm not doing the stupid number thing. I'm oh, over it. Lame. Yeah. Lame. It was time. Um, also, I didn't think about it until right now, so I didn't come up with anybody. So too bad. Um, but we are recording on Monday nights because Tyler's schedule is changing. So I guess we can be accommodating for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ty, how are you? How was the week? How was the weekend? Weekend was good. First uh, full weekend of uh, scrimmages for us, so uh, pretty busy. Um, but it was my fiance's and I' uh, fifth anniversary, uh, so we did get to celebrate in the weekend too, which was nice. Um, so we got to fit that in as well. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty solid weekend. Um, looking forward to another great week, Super Bowl week, baby. Yeah, we are up into Super Bowl weekend. We also just had the NHL All-Star Game over the weekend as well. Trade-in, uh, thoughts on the All-Star Game real quick, and just and how are you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, I had a very busy weekend, actually. A uh, number of things happened, but All-Star Weekend for me, I mean, the skills was fun. I mean, it it, it, it is whatever. I know that everyone hated it. But, um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's good fun. I do wish, I do agree that I wish the players tried a little bit harder in the skills, but it is what it is. The game is the game. Um, it's fun to, it's, it's for me, the game is like the best beer league game you could possibly watch. I mean, that that's the annual beer league that you want to watch because it's the, the best of the best playing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wish that they would get a World Cup World Cup of Hockey going. I think that that would bring a lot more attention to these players. And I think it would just be a lot more fun to watch the best on best because the Olympics has not been able to give us that for a few uh, for a couple terms here. So other than that, it's good. Not bad. Yeah, that would be fun if they did that. I do remember the Olympics, like when everyone was allowed to play and or everyone showed up. It was pretty legit um and like they were they were very fun just like we talked about you know Sid's Sid's golden goal just a couple weeks ago but um speaking of things that are dumb and should probably go away the Pro Bowl was also this weekend so now that's over it is Super Bowl week James how are you feeling about the Super Bowl and how are you doing uh I am indifferent about the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. I mean it's just me being salty as a Niners fan that my team lost in a terrible fashion other than that, my weekend is pretty good. Um, I went to a birthday party in LA, hung out with Hannah Brown, who is was on The Bachelor and was The Bachelorette, and is also on Special Forces. So she's famous and really pretty, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> it was just mostly hung out with her boyfriend, actually, because him and I got along pretty well. So good times. Not hung over at all, so that's good. Um and to be honest, I, I'm I'm pretty excited for this Super Bowl mostly because you're coming down, Alex. So I really appreciate mm. that. And um, I get to hang out with friends. It'd be a good time. Okay, I'm glad that you uh, told us who Hannah Brown was or is because I had zero idea. Yeah, so she has a very know. generic <laughs> name. I was supposed to know. Um, very generic name. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are just going to jump right into it, though, James. So, like we just mentioned, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. I've been told we're doing a little Super Bowl preview. We are. Um, yeah, it should be pretty easy, pretty good, pretty fun. Number one overall, Philadelphia Eagles from the NFC facing off against the number one overall, Kansas City Chiefs from the AFC. The two number one seeds facing off in the Super Bowl, just like Vegas would have wanted. Eagles, they got here by beating the Giants 38-7 to and the decimated 49ers 31-7. to 
Again, the Niners were on their backup, 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 backups QB. But, you know, that doesn't matter. And uh, also that fourth and third catch that they had in the first drive that resulted in a touchdown by Devontae Smith wasn't really a catch. But again, I am not, clearly I'm not biased at all against the Eagles. The Chiefs, on the other hand, got here by beating the Jags 20-7 to and the Bengals 23-20. to um, Patrick Mahomes got hurt with a high ankle sprain against the Jags. He's still not 100%. But he managed to throw for 326 and two uh, and had a really good run at the end of that game against the Bengals to get a first down on a boy man. So that's really cool. Some quick names need to know on the Eagles side. Obviously, quarterback Jalen Hurts, dual threat guy, passed for 3,700 plus yards and 22 touchdowns, but also ran for 760 yards and 13 touchdowns. Wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. A.J. Brown, number four overall wide receiver with almost 1,500 yards and 11 touchdown. And Devontae Smith, who did not catch that ball, nine overall wide receiver, <laughs> almost 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. On the flip side of it, Hassan Reddick, really good defensive player, 16 sacks in the season and tore Brock Purdy's UCL. And the trio of James Bradbury, Darius Slay, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson makes up a pretty dangerous secondary for the Eagles. On the Chiefs' side, these are some easy names to know. Patrick Mahomes, everybody knows him, MVP favorite. He led the league in passing, 5,250 yards and 41 touchdown passes. His number one option on the receiving end, tight end Travis Kelsey, number eight overall in receiving as a tight end. Incredible. Uh, 12 touchdowns. And then Jarek McKinnon out of the backfield with nine touchdowns. Amazing. Receiving, by the way. Not rushing, but receiving touchdowns. On the defensive side, you got Chris Jones, who's a staple of the defense. 15.5 sacks on the season and 17 tackles for loss. And then linebacker Nick Bolton, number two in the league in tackles with 180, and also added two interceptions. Vegas has Philadelphia uh, uh, minus 1.5 and an over-under of 50 points. I'm not asking Tyler first. So, Traden, <laughs> who do you got to win and why? <laughs> the biggest, The biggest storyline for this game is going to be can the Chiefs allow Mahomes to get the ball out quick? Uh, the pass rush of the of the Philadelphia Eagles is is deadly, especially against a Mahomes that is not going to be as mobile as he normally is. So the biggest question is: it, Can the Chiefs manage that pass rush? And I mean, they uh, you know we 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 we've seen that um, you know <laughs> that that Mahomes when Mahomes is pressured it it things start to break down and especially when he's not able to escape and do some crazy shit that he normally can do. It, it does not bode well for them. However, um, on top of that, the the next biggest storyline is, is can the Eagles running game continue to dominate? And the, the Eagles, the Eagles running game has just been absolutely dominant. And the, the Kansas city, and it was dominant against the, 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 one of the best running defenses in the league uh, two weeks ago. And you're against a cell, you're against a, mediocre uh you know running defense this uh this time around uh and you know i'm i'm i always i'll always um subscribe that if you can if you can establish a running game you're you're in good shape uh to to win a, a football game however i'm not going to count out patrick mahomes here um again it might be a little bit of bias i don't want to see the eagles win sorry tyler 
Um, and so part of me is just, is, is of that belief that the 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 myriad of, of talent that is that is on the Chiefs' side, the 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 brilliance that is Mahomes, the brilliance that is Andy Reid, and the dominance that is um, Travis Kelsey is going to win the Kelsey Super Bowl, and uh, and Kansas City is going to win uh, thirty to twenty four. Okay, so we got one. Yeah, trade in mentioned it with the running game. Um, I mean, obviously we talked about that in the Niners Eagles situation. Um, you know, obviously the Niners just were decimated with injuries, but the Eagles were running it, you know, pretty effectively against the a very good Niners defense. So I think if uh if the Eagles can continue to do that, then they've got a really good shot. Honestly, with how these playoffs have gone, I think it's which coach challenges at the right time. The refs throughout these playoffs have been pretty bad and I'm not saying it's easy. And I know we always talk shit about refs and umpires and everything. Cause it's not easy, but like, you're right. That um, Devonte Smith was not a catch. There seemed that Bengals chiefs game was just all over the place. So um, it, I think it's a lot of like, you know, who challenges at the right time, who, you know, who manages the game the right way. Um, you know? Yeah. I think the, the, defensive front of the Eagles is going to have to get after Mahomes and like he's now had two weeks so if his if his ankle is healthy enough to do Mahomes like things then I think the Chiefs have enough talent to get past them especially because we didn't really see Jalen Hurts have that great of a game against the Niners even though it felt very lopsided pretty early on there I Tyler I'm sorry but I'm going to pick the Chiefs 31 24 it has nothing to do with I don't really give a shit who wins. Um, I just think I just think that's what's going to happen. I love both of you guys' responses so far. <laughs> and last, but very much so least, Tyler. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good thoughts. Well, obviously, we all know who I'm picking to win. Um, but kind of, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but kind of looking at at this game's matchup, it's it's exciting. There's a lot of really good. Uh, matchups and very and I think they're the teams are very are structured in similar ways and I think they both have similar strengths um to to go for I, I think in most in most situations I think this game is going to be one in the trenches I think that's kind of where a lot of these games work with two really good teams that's where it is so I, I like the, the the Eagles pass rush as, as we mentioned before is very good the the, the Chiefs pass pass rush to their credit is also very good Led by a uh, Chris Chris Jones there, who's come up with a, a lot of huge clutch plays in the in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, both have really good off uh, offensive lines, so it's kind of a really good pass rush uh, against good O lines. Both got uh, m- mobile quarterbacks, obviously with um, uh, Mahomes' ankle, but he seemed to do pretty well in the AFC Championship game. He's got two weeks to heal it. I think he's going to be even better in this game. And then you know both in both uh, running games, I think both defenses aren't as good against the run as they are against the uh, pass. So that'll be interesting to see. I think the Eagles running offense is good, but I think the chiefs have, have, have also held their own um, with the run game as well. So um, I think both teams are going to come out. They're going to play well. I think they're both very well coached. I think they both have different styles. Um, so it's going to be really fun to kind of see how this matchup turns out. Um, like I said, a lot of cool storylines. we got the Kelsey brothers, uh, playing each other we got you know the old eagles head coach andy reed uh facing his uh former team in the super bowl um the best the the best teams in both leagues facing off against each other it's it's going to be a hell of a game obviously i'm rooting for the eagles all the way i think that they're going to squeak this one out 24 23 fly eagles fly wow uh one storyline that you didn't mention was the fact that nick seriani was fired by andy reed 
So if we're going to talk about who's the better coach, probably Andy Reid. And if you put anybody against Andy Reid, you're probably going to have to pick Andy Reid, unless it's Bilicek, you know? Andy Reid's a legend, no doubt. He is, exactly. So when you're challenging at the right time, I'm going to put my all my marbles into Andy Reid's corner. Clearly, I do not like the Eagles at all. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, if it was up to me, I'd have the Chiefs winning 77 to 0. But that's, that's not plausible at all. So I think the Chiefs will actually win 37 to 24. The spread is going to be a lot bigger than the rest of these guys here. And I think Chaden and Alex both mentioned the running game, but I think it's going to be more of a passing game on both sides. Um, the Eagles defense is touted as this amazing defense, but they haven't really been tested. They can probably be exposed. And the one team that can probably expose that is the Chiefs. Like, oh my God, when you have the MVP and Travis Kelsey and a offensive savant and Andy Reid, that Eagles will get the Eagles defense will get exposed. And I think it's going to be a high scoring game throughout. I think both defenses will be on their heels. But at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes is going to show him why he's MVP. And why he wins another Super Bowl. And the Chiefs win 37-24. Before I'm doing my segment, though, I have a little surprise for everybody here. And all for, for all the degenerates out there who like to gamble, especially on prop bets, we're going to do a little quick over-under in James's betting corner here. So all I want from you guys is to give me over-under when I give you a prop. Sound good? Good. Patrick Mahomes, 285.5 pass yards. Are we, are we just all doing I thought you were going to yeah. say our games. No, I'm not. That's going to take way too long. Just go. Uh, over. Under. Under. Oh, one to two. Jalen Hurts, 238.5 pass yards. Way under. 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 Whoa. I was going to go over, guys. <laughs> over for that one for sure for me. 238. That's not bad. He had like 140 against the. Yeah, he was. He was. Painfully mediocre last or two weeks ago. Look at look at the game script. There was no reason for him to pass when they're up by thirty one points. Why would he, you pass he, he could have he could have paid he could have passed right from the get go and he wasn't. So okay, I'm still gonna go over. That's what I'm gonna bet. <laughs> uh, AJ Brown sixty nine point five receiving yards. Over over under pick <laughs> under on the passing yards. I'm gonna pick under on the receiving yards. Devonte Smith sixty point five receiving yards. Under, also, under, I yeah, guess. Say under as well. Travis Kelsey, seventy-seven point five receiving. Over, over. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, forty-six point five rushing. Over, over, over. Miles Sanders, fifty-eight point five rushing. Over, over. Under. I think it's too much of a committee. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that, Alex. But use your head. Isaiah Pacheco, fifty point five yards rushing. Over, over. Under CEH is back the goat. <laughs> yep, I agree with Alex on that one. And that wraps up my Super Bowl preview with some betting from the betting corner. Uh, hope you guys all enjoy the Super Bowl. Hope you hang out with some friends, get some beer, get some food, play some golf in the morning. Just overall, have a great day. Thanks for listening. All right. What we learned James is definitely not salty that the Niners lost, and he's a degenerate. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then we are going to get back into the NHL. Welcome back, everyone. Like I mentioned in the kind of intro portion, the NHL All-Star break is over. Games are coming back on. 
we're technically further along into the sec like into the second half mathematically, but whatever. We're in the second half of the season. Trading, take it away. Oh, all right, thank you, Ty- uh, thank you, Tyler. Jesus, oh. thank you, Alex. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, so, so, sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah, uh, uh, we are about you know what two months away from uh, from the end of the season. In fact, um, we have a total of sixty. What is this? 68 more nights if you include tonight. So if you uh so Tyler, that means a lot to you because you're not completely out of it if you go on a torrid, torrid uh uh February or and or March uh for the in-season cup. Uh well you're actually saying there's February. a chance. Yeah, there is a chance. Yeah, right. you're, you're gonna have to have a crazy, crazy Let's February. Go. Um, just simply because if you let any of us have any more days, then you're, you're, you're going to be mathematically out of it. But, um, uh, let's, let's quickly get to that before we go any further. So the, the in-season cup, I was very, very lucky to have, uh, had the cup at the, at the all-star weekend, all-star week, I should say. And I got free days as a result. Um, right now the Tampa Bay lightning are losing to Alex's Florida Panthers, both both of both teams both tampa bay and florida end up playing um playing tyler's avalanche so tyler either way you crack it you have a chance uh either tomorrow or on thursday um as it stands right now alex is still in the lead at 39 james you're just behind him at 38 so not you know that that's an easy makeup Uh, i have 35 remember when i had zero Yeah. <laughs> I have fucking zero boys, and then there's a, a Tyler who has just been sucking six for so so very long. Uh, <laughs> so it's fortunate. Um, I really want to. I really want to uh, take this segment to really talk about the the end of the season. I mean, we're we're uh, we're as as Alex said, we're we are ha- over halfway, but we always think that the All Star break is kind of the proverbial halfway point of the season if you include the the, the playoffs. Um, we are a about 20 was that 28 days away um away from the uh trade deadline on march 3rd 27 whatever the math is i don't really care it's probably it's probably a little bit less i don't really it doesn't really matter um at the end of the day march 3rd is the trade deadline on i believe that is would be a monday usually it is um and we already saw a pretty big um fish get traded uh last week uh and that would be the borhavet trade he goes to the new york islanders as i think i mentioned last week so I wanted to go around the horn. I, I, I thought about that that trade, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what the guys think about you know the rest of the season. I mean, it, it, that's really where we're going to take this segment. Is what in the, what in your guys' mind is the biggest storyline, and then and what intrigues you the most going into going into the season? I mean, that's not that's not including. We, I mean, I already know that on top of Tyler and Alex's list is Kings get to the playoffs and do well. Obviously, James is going to be making sure that the Ducks lose every single fucking game so they have every chance to get Connor Bedard. Obvious, those are obvious ones from you guys. Um, but objectively, or outside of your own realm, what are you guys excited for at uh, you know going forward, or what what intrigues you the most? I'm going to start right at James. Yeah, so this was zero percent objective on my part. Sorry about it, guys. That was not included in the text message. So mine is very much about me. I want to see if <laughs> my Boston Bruins, and I say mine because they're my Stanley Cup team, right? They're the ones yeah. been carrying the load so far, can break two records this season. Okay. Two records I want to see if they can break. Most points in the season at 132 and most wins at 62. Okay. There's a chance, right? They're, they're, they had a little tough break 
at the uh, right before the All Star break, but right before they actually won a game. So that'd be kind of cool. And also, it's really great for me. And this is when the selfishness comes in because the more they win, the more chances I get to get the cup, and the longer uh. I get to hold the cup, and I get to make. I don't know, 40 bucks. How much do I get to make? I don't even know, but I want to win money. So Boston, please keep winning. <laughs> Boston, please keep winning. Uh, James, I, th- I mean, uh, apart from the in-season cup part, Boston's Boston's pace is, is, is an objective thing to, to, to want to, you know, follow. I mean, bo- the Boston Bruins have been legendary this season. I mean, I, I don't think any of us expected that. I think we expected them to, potentially make the playoffs but did you expect them to sit here with a 0.8 what is it a 0.84 point percentage i mean not even you could have uh, could have thought of that not even any no no team you know kind of goes through the, that type of pace except i guess the 2019 uh tampa bay lightning who then got who then turned around and got freaking uh swept in the first round against the eighth seed so uh james i think that's i think that's very good and and do you think that they will Yes. Yes. I so 62 wins. That's yeah. what is that? 20. Uh, what are we at? We're at 39. So 23 more wins the rest of the season with 50, uh, with 31 games left. Yeah. A lot. They'll probably lose six more times. Six more times. Okay. Wow. That's, that's, that'd be an incredible, that'd just be absolutely incredible. Uh, and I, you know, if, I think all of us are going to be uh, focused on that um, because th- you know, that is legendary. That is, that is historic. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if they can pull that off. What an absolute amazing season the Bruins have had. Um, Krejci has been huge. Uh, Marshan has been huge. All those guys have been huge. Um, and I think it's pasta pasta uh, contract year. So that, that alone is, is interesting to see where he's going to end up uh, money-wise. Let's go with Tyler. Tyler, what do you got? What is your intriguing storyline going forward? I am very interested to see if the Buffalo Sabres can make the playoffs. I think that would be a really cool story. There's a few teams this year that have kind of come from the depths of the bottom of the standings and are are are, are, are making some are making a push for the playoffs. Kraken are, are are looking pretty solid. The Devils are looking solid. The Sabres are one of those teams that have not been in the playoffs in God knows how long. And they finally got some mojo going this year. They're still, I think, two points out of a of a wild card uh, um, as of tonight. A one point out, um, right behind Pittsburgh, I believe. Um, so they are right in the thick of things, and they're right there in the race. Um, I would love to see Buffalo uh, make the playoffs. I think that would be awesome. I would love to see a playoff game in Buffalo just to kind of see that because I don't think I don't ever remember that if that's ever been a thing. Um, so that would be awesome. Um, and then all, you know, just also kind of a, uh, a one B for me, it's just the Pacific <clears throat> division race is insane. It's like, it's so packed and I'm just curious to see how that division is going to finalize when it's all said and done. Uh, we'll start, we'll start with the Buffalo thing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's only one of us that thought the Buffalo Sabres would make the playoffs and all of you guys thought I was an absolute fucking idiot. Um, uh, James, <laughs> still, not even you did. I you said the Red Wings, that. sir. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, all of you guys thought, I, you know, like I, you looked at me like I had three heads and, uh, you know, to be fair, I did not expect the Buffalo Sabres to be scoring at this pace. That's, that's huge. Um, Tage Thompson is incredible uh, and would, what is going to get MVP votes in some shape or form. Uh, Tyler, to me, I think that, I think that, for, you know, obviously that would have been mine. I didn't want to, I had a different one, so I'm not going to, you know, steal it. But uh, the, the most interesting thing about that is I got to ask you, who's going to be out Pittsburgh or Washington? 
Oh man, that's again, that's a tough one. Those are two teams that you know have the veterans and have the experience to make that run. Um, but I just, I just kind of feel like Pittsburgh for me is just too inconsistent. I feel like they could easily just go on this big losing streak, and then Buffalo can just ride that. Um, I think, I think Washington got off to a bad start, but I feel like the last couple of months they've looked better. Um, I don't know. Pitts, there's thing about Pittsburgh this year that they, I, I don't really trust them to be able to kind of hold the to hold on that spot. So I'm going to say Pittsburgh is the uh, odd team out here. All right, Pittsburgh. I'm actually going to say the Capitals are the odd team out. I, I think the Capitals are doo doo. I, I do. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, which isn't very far anyway. Um, I do think that the Buffalo is going to have to uh, going to have to fight the up and coming Islanders, in my opinion. And Florida is going to be making a push. The math is on Buffalo's side. They have three games ahead against the Washington Capitals and only four points behind. They are only one point behind Pittsburgh, but they, but Pittsburgh does have a game at hand. So it will be interesting to see how they're going to how they're going to shake out in the Pacific. I, I agree with you. The Pacific is a complete cra- uh, crapshoot at this point. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to expect with them. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I, I don't like, but I love how, uh, you know, I hate it, but I love it in terms of how, you know, how it's all shaking out. Seattle's at the top right now. Vegas is also dog shit. Vegas is not a good team. Jack Eichel is not good, <laughs> at least right now. Uh, so I don't even know at this point, guys, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I I'd like to say they will be, but I I don't know. Um, especially if Edmonton's starting to to settle down, Calgary's got to find a way to, to get back in. Um, and if LA can can figure out the the goaltending and the defense side, they're going to stay where they are. So uh, it's it's anyone's guess. So uh, so that's a great one, Tyler. Uh, what about you, Alex? Yeah. So I mean, other than you know the longtime Blackhawks potentially getting traded, um, mm-hmm. and. OV continuing to score and just seeing how close he can get this year, but before potentially scoring, you know, passing Gretzky next year. Right now, I think the thing I'm most intrigued about is we're looking like it's going to be lined up for Toronto Tampa again. And right now, I trade and I hope that wasn't your pick, but nope. Tampa's got four games in hand. They're five points back. I think it is like imperative for the Toronto Maple Leafs to remain the two seed. They're not catching the Bruins at this point. They're 13 points back. That's not happening. It's imperative for them to have home ice against Tampa if they want to finally win a playoff series. Like, I think watching that, I mean, again, obviously for me, the Pacific and what happens with that, but like the Toronto-Tampa thing is going to be incredible to watch down the road, especially with injuries on both sides. So, um well, I mean, dude, I think that's gonna be crazy to see what they do to try to to get ready for each other. Yeah, I mean, I, g- given the format that we have, it is going to most likely be another Toronto Tampa. Um, I will say this, Alex: Toronto had home ice advantage last year, and but so, it, well, they it was a then? one it was a one goal thing, and it could have it could have went either way. I mean, it really was it really was interesting. Um, you know, it, we we heard over the last weekend that that Crosby wants to see a one through eight again, and uh, instead of this uh, divisional matchup, um, you know that 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 kind of caught that, that that caught interest of of me of mine. Uh, I don't think they're going to change it. It seems like Gary Bettman shot that down quicker than, well, a lot quicker. Than, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Uh, I, I I think I'm gonna still side with Tampa here, but they are gonna be a different team, and, and Toronto's is gonna be that much more that that much hungrier. So it's it's going to be interesting to see them play each other again, and maybe we have a budding uh, uh, rivalry coming. 
Uh, for me, guys, it's actually going to be more trade based. Uh, like I said, we are few, uh, we're about three or four weeks away from the trade deadline. I want to. I have a few. Uh, have two teams I want to. I, I look at the New York Islanders and Bohorat. The New York Islanders are absolutely terrible on the power play, and they just brought in one of the best power play guys on on the planet. Um, on top of that, that that's not to that's not to mention his fantastic two way play, and that that'd be Borjovat. In case you were in case you were uh, asking who I'm talking about, um, if you haven't been listening to us, Borjovat is going to infuse them, infuse some life into that power play, and that that is something that that team needs more than anything. It's goal scoring, and I wonder if it's going to be enough to push them over the top. I don't. I I'm going to say no only because I think the math's against them. I think that they have too many. You know, there's a few teams that they'd have to jump over. I also have to leave room for my Buffalo Sabres to make it in. So I can't I can't say that uh, Islanders are going to do it. However, I am very intrigued to see how different that team looks when you add in the incredible defense that and goaltending that they already have. Ilya Sorokin should win the Vesna. I mean, even though Olmark has been, you know, lights out wins wise. <laughs> Sorokin is just incredible, guys. I mean, his his numbers are just that much better. Um, and in in my opinion, should be should be worthy of a Vesna, but he's he's not gonna get it, unfortunately. And I guess maybe they do if they if they can squeak in. But they need scoring injection. Uh they they they've scored maybe one or two goals every you know for the last month or so each game. And that's just not enough in this league. So uh it will it'll be interesting to see how Bo Horvat fits in. The nice thing is I think he's a perfect fit for them. Which leads me to my other team, and that'd be the uh, the the Carolina Hurricanes. The Carolina Hurricanes lost out on the Bohorovat um, sweepstakes, which would have injected the the offense that they need. And I wonder it wonder what they're going to do at the deadline. Who are they going to go after? Um, it, you know, can they fit can they fit a, a a prolific score into that mix? And is it going to be enough to push them over the top? I, I honestly, I, we already know that Carolina is an elite team and a cup contender. And they become a cup contender even more so when they if they get a uh, if they get a goal scorer. Uh, so th- those are my those are that's my biggest thing. I mean the, it, the fact that the fact that Car- Carolina heard uh, lost Max Pacioretty again for the rest of the season it just it just is a question mark of whether they can find the the score that they need to to push them over the top. I have no problem with their goaltending. I have no problem with their defense. It's it's the best. The co- their coaching is of the best. This can they find the goals when that matters most? Um, and I just wonder who they're gonna who they're gonna go after. I think they're gonna be a bit busy, and and the question is, is it gonna be enough to push them over the top at the end of this season? That is all I have for you guys. Um, for the NHL this week, we have games back up and running today, and for the rest of the season, um, stay tuned every single week as you know trades start trades start to um come up. Uh, I think that the Bo Horvat trade kind of thawed out the trade market. And I think now we're going to start to see some movement, um, you know, for the rest of the the next month or so. So that's all I got. All right. Thank you. Trade in Timo Meyer. You are a Carolina hurricane. Oh, I like that. Just wait. You and Brett Burns go be shitty in Carolina together. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't like sharks. Um, all right, we're going to take one final break, and then Tyler is going to take us through a little Super Bowl kind of just fun thing on the side here. Welcome back. Tyler, I believe you're taking us through a little halftime musical Super Bowl, all the shindigs. 
all of the shindigs indeed um so we're talking super bowl halftime shows obviously that's kind of part of the uh the big day and since you know we're not quite close enough to baseball season yet i can't start talking previews quite yet so i just have to come up with stuff like this but i think this will be fun um and i'm just interested to see you know kind of what the boys think of um like their favorite super bowl halftime shows that we've seen in our lifetime um super bowl halftime that they would like to see and then honestly how much they actually really do care about the, the halftime show because some people are all about it some people could not give two shits about it so let's get into it first i want to talk about our favorite super bowl halftime show that we've seen in our lifetime um some of them i go going through the list i completely forgot they even performed a halftime show i was like holy shit i totally forgot about that like i completely forgot that maroon five did one um not too long ago but um let's go through everyone's favorite um that they have seen so far um james big football guy let's start with you favorite halftime show that you've seen in your lifetime so far uh to be honest i, <laughs> I don't really remember very many super bowl halftime shows um and no that's not because i was blackout drunk which i mean sometimes that was the case but <laughs> like i just don't pay attention to it like like what do you, at halftime like i either talk to people or i go outside and play games you know but i guess this last year one with like dr dre and snoop dog was pretty i scratched that my favorite uh halftime performance ever was like three years ago when we had a keg at kelsey's house and uh trading yeah. <laughs> absolutely crippled and just not even surviving and i think my my favorite performance was him trying to get the dogs to not eat his puke in the backyard mm. but the perf- but the performance the performance don't know who, no don't know well, who it was you didn't really answer my question but i guess i guess we'll move on i guess so you <laughs> you 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 liked last year's super bowl with with snoop dog and all that one is that what you're you were going to say yeah. Before, before yeah that was, that was pretty good all right. Yeah, was pretty, that was solid. Uh, Alex, <laughs> how about you? What's what's your favorite one that you've seen so far? Yeah, Tyler, I'm really sorry, buddy. Uh, but I'm pretty sure last year's was the first one I've ever watched. Uh, because like James, I'm usually out in the front yard, like throwing a football around or going to get more food or drinks or something. And I did really like last year's. Um, I also just think generally like the halftime shows don't always go that well. Like maybe it's like the sound or whatever TV I'm listening on, like, I feel like if I'm just even hearing it in the background, like while I'm off doing something, like it never sounds that great. So I'm going to have to go with, uh, go with last year's. Um, I also just thought it was fun because they had like a bunch of different people come out and maybe they do that all the time and I'm just not paying attention, but I thought that was cool. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't kind of just depends. Uh, but yeah, last year's was, was a lot, a lot of performances. That was pretty cool. Trade in. Uh, do you yeah. have a particular one in mind or are you kind of following I, the I think last year's is just the most memorable, not because of recency bias, but we had so many guys and or I guess and gals like perform that we uh, that really kind of tugged on the nostalgia side uh, of stuff that kind of we grew up with. And I think that that, um, you know, I think that that alone was enough for for, for me to for it to be memorable. Um, you know, it it, it just kind of worked in the it, it worked because it was in Hollywood. It worked because. You know, a, a lot of the again, a lot of the stuff that that we that we heard and saw was stuff that we that that we kind of grew up with, and I think that that alone was kind of pushed it over the top. Um, Katy Perry's was fun too. I, it was that Dancing Sharks was pretty was very memorable too. Uh, <laughs> Katy Perry can put on a pretty good show, so um, I would say she's a she's a one B situation. All right, trend big Katy Perry guy, love oh, that. Yeah. Um, 
So I actually do remember a few of them and I'm going to go, my favorite one that I remember that, um, that I've seen recently was the 2014 with Bruno Mars and then the red hot chili peppers came on and did a little cameo, um, mm-hmm. and did their thing for a song. That was really cool. Um, I think Bruno Mars is, is, is an amazing performer. Um, and then throwing the red hot chili peppers in there was, was kind of a special little treat. Um, Alex, I'm surprised you didn't pick that one because that's like your favorite band of all time, but yeah, you know, I kind of forgot that they <laughs> did that. Uh, see, that's my problem. Like I was probably outside, which is weird because I'm pretty sure 2014, you and I probably watched the game together and yeah, I don't I remember know, that one, but I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Hmm. We probably lived together. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but let's move on to my next question, which is, you know, what band or what artist would you like, if you got to select who's going to perform at the halftime show, who would you like to see perform, you know, a 10 minute set of the greatest hits? Um, we'll go around the same order. James, who do you got? So I think, I think mine would actually be dependent on where the Super Bowl was being played at the time. Like, I think it'd be really cool to get like a local artist who is from that area to perform. Like, for example, like if, I don't know who's from Arizona, but if they were playing in Tennessee, like if the Titans were hosting the Super Bowl, I'd love to see Morgan Wallen out there and perform a set, like get a bunch of different artists, but then have somebody who's local be like one of the main headliners because it kind of brings in some local people. It's kind of cool. It's like pays homage to the fact that we're hosting the Super Bowl and here's somebody who came up here who was not performing for you guys. Uh, But to answer your question, because I want to do it this time instead of like last time, Morgan Wallen. I would love to see Morgan Wallen perform. I am on a huge Morgan Wallen kick right now. That's pretty much all I'm listening to. Mm. Um, I have no idea what he's going to be like live. Never seen him live, but tickets are astronomically pricey because I've looked that up. So he must be good. So Morgan Wallen, final answer. Yeah, I like that. There's not a whole lot of country artists that perform country or that perform Super Bowl halftime shows. That would be kind of cool to get a little country in there, Uh, especially, you know, if the if the Titans ever did host one. I mean, that'd be the perfect spot to do it uh alex how about you who is your uh super bowl halftime wish list yeah um i went a very different direction uh because my person's dead so <laughs> uh i went with Jimi hendrix um i don't know if you guys have ever seen him or videos of him performing like at woodstock and stuff but he's just by himself most of the time just up there shredding um you know obviously if it was today he'd probably be in his like 70s or something um so that might make it like a little tough but let's just imagine he's still 25 years old and just shredding on the guitar. Um, I think that would be cool. So I picked Jimi Hendrix. All right. I definitely I definitely didn't have a rule that they had to be dead or alive. So Alex, you did not break any rules. So good for you. Thank you. Way to be creative. Trayden, what about you? For me, I I mean, I if you know me, I like rock. So I want to see I want to I would want to see a legendary rock band. Uh, and I, I, I initially I'd said ACDC, but I don't think that they would really fit because the, I, I just don't know if they if they would really fit the vibe. So I'm going to go with Metallica. I think there's a lot of songs that we all know that, that we grew up with that would just rock the socks off of not only people in the stadium, but rock the socks off of people uh, here. I would tune in for that. Sorry, I'm not going to be puking in the backyard. I'm going to fucking rally and watch that for sure. <laughs> so uh, so I, I think we need some we need we need some rock guys. I mean, I'm, I'm sick of the I'm sick of the. I'm sick of the R&B and the, and the and the hip hop. Bring the fucking rock, man. This is football. They're supposed to be rocking. That's right. Uh, Trey, you and I both have very similar music tastes. I think that's kind of how we first bonded as friends way back in the day. Um, so I'm going to go the same direction as you. Um, I think a band that could rock 
a 10 minute set that I selfishly would love to see that I'd be tuned into would be green day. Um, I think that'd be, and you know, they're going to bring some of those, uh, you know, those nineties and early two thousands punk rock bands uh, to kind of, you know, um, to, to, uh, to have their special guests. I would love that. I mean, that for me, is just the music that I grew up on. And I think that would be super, super cool um, to see. I, I think they're, you know, they're rock and roll hall of famers. I think they deserve a big um, stage like that. So I don't say, I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it because, you know, they're green day and they're pretty, uh, you know, anti-establishment, I guess in a way, but uh, I think that'd be a perfect place to do it if they wanted to. Right. Ty, um, Ty, what about the Foo Fighters? I thought of them too. Foo Fighters would be awesome too. That'd be another, another great, Nate, great rock band. Pretty much any of those big rock bands from, from the nineties. I'm all for it. Like let's, yeah. let, let's, let's get them up. Let's get them up there. But uh, guys, let us know what, uh, what artists that you guys want to see rock the uh, halftime show. Uh, that being said, this year's show is going to be Rihanna. I know a lot of people are excited about that. Me, I'm kind of eh about Rihanna. Don't dislike Rihanna. Don't love Rihanna. So I'm probably going to be more towards the side of probably going outside and throwing a football or doing a kick stand or I don't know, fucking something. Um, so we'll see what, what happens at halftime um, this Sunday. But I kind of wanted to ask you guys, I kind of feel like I got a good feel for what this answer is going to be. But, you know, when it comes to the halftime show and, the, and, the, and the, that encompasses the whole day of the Super Bowl, kind of what's your level of how much you care about who's performing to like you could not care less to you're really locked in and really want to watch it um james kind of where where is your zone but i feel like you already know what it is but (laughs) zero percent dude zero yeah i i can even if what if my life five percent okay i mean like like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna schedule the rest of my day i'm not gonna when the halftime show happens i'm not gonna sit my ass down on the couch and make sure i'm watching and making nobody else is talking so i could watch it I'm going to go talk to people. I'm going to go have fun. Like, I'm going to go hang out with Alex. I'm going to hang out with Alex like three times in my life. So I'm going to hang out with Alex outside in the backyard where we toss the football and do a kickstand. That's how it's going to happen, you know, mm. manifesting. Like it. Mm. Love it. Alex, what about you? Yeah, um, I'm going to be outside with James doing kickstands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, if I paid more attention and it was a band I or like an artist I cared about, I'd maybe poke my head in. Honestly, didn't even know Rihanna was performing. So that's good, good information. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of my answer. So like 6% because I want to be one higher than James. <laughs> All right. Uh, Traded, how about you? I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know, what? I'm going to say 20% from now on. I think, I, I think I want to kind of get the whole Super Bowl, uh, you know, experience going i i didn't used to care about it as much i i'm not going to be throwing up at the half times anymore the only thing that may keep me away from the halftime and it has in the past has been like i i'm part of like the help the, the people that cook food so i might be busy doing that so that that that's the only thing but i do i do want to capture the entire super bowl experience that's what it's for it does give some of these other uh some some of these artists a chance to perform on the largest stage that they possibly can can perform on i mean there's there's more eyes than ever seeing them so we'll i I love to see how they you know kick ass or completely (laughs) fucking not and sometimes when they completely shit the bed, it's like, wow, they're just as human as we are. And that's just, and unfortunately they get to, they have to, they have to be uh, in front of millions and millions of eyes. So that's all I got. Very I true. Mean, yeah. I, I kind of am 50, 50 on, I think it just depends on who's performing. Like, um, you know, there's some of them, like I said, like I didn't even, I kind of just completely forgot because I didn't really care about that artist. 
um, didn't really care. But I definitely I, I appreciate, you know, you know, live music. And, you know, I think no matter who's performing, I'm at least a little bit intrigued by it. And I would like to, you know, I like to kind of, you know, like I said, kind of half pay attention to it. But it's also a time for us to actually watch the game, especially this year with, you know, with one of my teams being in it, like I'm going to want to break, just get up and walk around and you know, kind of move around a little bit. So I'll probably have, you know, kind of one ear around it, but especially with, with, with this year's, like, like I said, I'm not a huge Rihanna guy. So like, I'm probably not going to watch much of it, but if it was someone that I'm interested in, I would, I'll definitely kind of watch it. So um, I think it's kind of a, uh, kind of a fun part of the day and it's always fun to kind of see who's, who's going to perform it, but um, let us know what you guys think. Hopefully, uh, I know there's a lot of big Rihanna fans out there, so hopefully she puts on a good show for you guys. But more importantly for us, hopefully the whole the whole day is 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 fun for you. It's always one of the best days of the year for pretty much everyone in America because everyone participates for 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 the most part. So hopefully you guys have a fun and safe Super Bowl Sunday. Another another thing, Tyler, real quick. Yeah. The for people who work in an office like me. If you don't watch the halftime show, that's what most people go and watch the Super Bowl for. So if you don't watch it, uh, I'm, when you say that, James, you have no idea. Like most people go literally watch just the halftime show. There's a tons of people who have, have no love for football, but watch the watch the halftime show. So when they ask you how the halftime show was and you didn't watch it, you have like nothing to like contribute. So you look kind of like a, I don't know, you just, just don't fit in. So you kind of want to fit James in. The so just it, it's not I, I kind of want to have something to say. I, I feel that you know you, you James you doesn't work in an office. He has no fucking. He, he doesn't. He, 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 he <laughs> Not doesn't. does anybody else on this podcast. Yeah, except for but, you. But, but, but most people do, right? Like a lot of people do. So and yeah. probably a lot of listeners do. So yeah, research shows that the most gossip happens around the water cooler in the office. So make sure you know what you're doing. Trade and I understand their strategy involved in that. But uh, <laughs> Alex, that's all I got for Super Bowl halftime. All right, thank you, Tyler. Um, Pretty quick one from the boys this week. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, I hope everybody, like Tyler mentions, has a safe and fun Super Bowl weekend. If you care about the game or the ads or the halftime show or betting like James, um, please be responsible, but have fun. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Hopefully uh, three out of the four of us are right and Tyler is sad. All right. Oh, <laughs> nah, then kidding. we're all sad. <laughs> uh, and yeah, anyway, everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.